Hello and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. Background noise provided by our family pups who are indoors and enthusiastic. Today we want to talk to you about the value of stress, specifically about eustress, then that's spelled E-U, which is defined by Hans Selye back in the 50s as the stress that makes you better. So... The opposite of distress. Correct. Distress, destructive stress, stress that breaks you down more than you can handle. And eustress is more than you can handle at your present state but invites you physically, mentally, and in every way to get better. So yeah, let's. You, you stress is kind of like working out. You You're stress lifting is weights. Absolutely. You're working out because it builds muscle, builds strength, uh, increases circulation. So that's you stress. And a lot of how stress is determined as to whether it is constructive or destructive has to do with your perspective your awareness, and your ability to shift. For example, you're lifting weights and your body says, I can't do this correctly anymore. If you continue at that input, you will destroy or or use a distressing influence. If you increase your range of motion by decreasing the weight, you have now created a U-stress situation. So what are your stressors and how do they benefit you? There's one. (laughs) Stressors running all around us. There are so many different stressors in the world. Uh, You got taxes coming up. Is that a stressor for you? Uh, You're, you know, what, what is it that balances you? What's your stress that makes you better? And what's the stress that's hard on you? So let's talk about the stresses that make you better, because that's really what we want to focus on today as to the the age-old verbiage, it's not what happens, it's what you do with it. So, you know, we have the ability to listen and create a positive flip on what's going on. We can, you know, I mean, those of you in the equine world, your horse chips, your horse breaks down a a jump, and you go throw your hands up there and say, I'm never going to do this again, or immediately say, the stress of this moment is going to make me better, I'm going to watch my distance better, I'm going to communicate with my mouth better, There is a way to immediately make this into a learning experience and therefore you stressful. So you change your perspective. There is no doubt that positive stress is more about perspective than it is actually about the physicality of it. There are ways to take the distress. Dave, at this moment, has a broken foot, was definitely a stressor. You could go the traditional route and be immobile, or you can go, how do I approach this in a way that maximizes my ability to heal? What's out there? You know, and knowing that there is 
PEMF, and there is laser, and there are peptides, and all of these things, so you maximize the healing and actually learn this as a way to influence your body to heal quickly and then use that learning curve to make a difference to others who often need our advice with uh, breaks, sprains, strains, bumps, <laughs> burns, burns. There are three doctors in a car. One's bruised, one's broken, one's burnt, you know, and it wasn't a joke. It was just our Thursday. There we go. It was just another day in the week. <laughs> so humor is another way to create a eustress because as as who is it who said laughter is the best medicine? Nathan Hill? No. Long he might have that. said it long, yeah. long, long before, before that. Yeah. Long before that. Many people have said it. By the way, if you know who said it first, please send us a, uh, a message on Instagram or Facebook or threads, any of the places where you can communicate with us. Because one thing for sure, we are responsive. You ask a question, we'll answer it to the best of our ability. So we love interacting with you, and we would love to know if you know, or if you'd like to make up an answer to who was the first person to say this, because we... Again, being amused increases your endorphins and therefore stimulates healing. So, so laugh at us. We're good with it. Yeah. So we have to laugh at ourselves because if you don't laugh at yourself, you know, you're way too serious. And you get way too serious, you cause yourself more stress. Exactly. <laughs> serious, serious is a cortisol inducer, and we would like to reduce that level. So finding anything that is, you know, um, a way to figure out how did I learn from this situation? How can I do it better? Is there a way to laugh it off without demeaning it. And there's there's a fine line often between ridicule and humor. And I highly recommend you go towards the, how is this a constructive form of humor rather than a demeaning form of humor so that you get the results that you want. You know, if I want to build muscle, and if any of you have met me in person, you know that I'm always going to tell you that your lats are too weak and you're Rhomboids are in firing, and how are you going to hold your scapula back if you don't have any muscles in your back? Build your top line, build your top line. I am creating a stress by saying things you don't want to hear and then using kinesiology tape to speak to the muscles that I want to become stressed by your movement versus just be bystanders and therefore a weak link it's like working with a fascial tool because with a fascial tool you are de-stressing an area so you are relaxing if we want to phrase this in the positive you could you could say it in the positive so you use that fascial tool because you find the areas of tension or the areas of lack of glide and that is an area of the body that's had not the eustress but the distress so you use the fascial tool as a de-stressor or a eustressor. Or a eustressor. And if you look at your day and frame it in a way where you go, how, how can I maintain and improve my eustress influencers and decrease 
and minimize my distress influencers. And it is, again, we started out saying part of it is perspective. Another part of it is technique. You know, I learned, because if you're around, I'm 43 years in practice, and so I've learned a lot of things the hard way, and I mean the hard way by, you know, trauma. So if I weight bear on my knee, it hurts and it causes damage. If I put a foam down and weight bear on my knee, it causes no pain and I'm actually able to use my body correctly, lift correctly, and get stronger. So ignoring pain or masking pain, which I know many people are influenced to, well, if you just take this, you won't feel it. Lack of awareness is not health. So we want to improve our awareness in a way that improves the stressors that make us truly stronger, not oblivious. So blocking the pain can actually end up creating more stress because you'll end up using an area that you shouldn't have been using, which Mm -hmm. ends up creating more damage, and more damage is more stress. And more stress increases the length of healing time. Right, more distress. And more positive stress increases the uh, quality of your healing time so that, you know, often what happens is something hurts and you block it and therefore abuse the rest that area and misuse the rest of it. So what we're looking to do, and, and because this is equestrian and canine oriented, understand that everything we're saying applies to your horses and your dogs. When we think about the fact that many of you will use PEMF and laser and magnetic blankets and all of these things to create a relaxation that allows recovery, okay? It is very important in in managing the quality of your stress to have recovery time that is intentional, that has therapeutic value to it. You know, as I say, in the moment, when Dave sits down, he does PEMF, he does laser. When my horses relaxed yesterday, they came in. I noticed that there was an abrasion. We laser it now. Don't wait until sequelae show up. We can take, hey, that's stressful. I don't want to have to deal with this. Well, dealing with it sooner means less things to have to deal with later. So again, managing the input improves your output dramatically. And, and when you talk about, we're talking about human, we're talking about animals, training an animal is eustress because it starts off with being difficult for them because they don't understand what you want. So there is definitely some eustress going on until you get to the point where everyone understands what you want and then it only creates improvement in the animal's behavior and the animal's ability to react to what you want. Yeah, it's it's been very interesting with us since we are new into training a dog in in true obedience. 
and when we put the electric collar on, it was a stress or in the distress for both ourselves and the dog. Like, what is this? What's going on? And there's anxiety. Anxiety is a really good cue that what's going on is distressful. And now, take out the collar, she runs over, puts her head into it, and says, okay, good, we're working, we're training, I love this, why, it's quality time together, it's being done correctly, we were led into how to do it by someone who already knew what we were doing. In order to take something that is stressful, and, and any of you know, if you have worked with horses and dogs, when they test you, you have a choice of getting reactive, aggressive, defensive, and vicious, or taking a deep breath and learning that there has to be a better way and doing it differently until you find that better way. And taking a deep breath is a lot of, often the first step to converting something from distress to eustress. Breath is, that's a whole nother topic. Yes, because proper breathing creates the best de-stressor you can ever do because you're getting rid of toxins out of your body. Think of that in a whole different perspective. Breathing is not just about breathing in life-giving oxygen, but it's also about relief. It's about getting rid of excess body toxin. Right. So what we want to do is control in a way that empowers you, which is a eustress. I mean, anytime someone finishes a physical event, the exhaustion and appreciation, the, the shedding of all of these toxins is the epitome of eustress. It's like, look what I've done. The self-talk becomes all creative and positive. And you can use that exhilaration and take times of frustration and become fascinated. And there you have another frustration, distress, fascination, eustress, same situation, same competition, same creature. And with your animals, you can look in their eye and you can tell if this is something that is promoting positivity or robbing them of their creative juices because there's too much cortisol going on. It's, you know, the eyes tell you. Uh, every time. All you have to do is look because you'll see, you, you'll, you can see the tension in their faces. And you can see it, so even especially with horses, you can really see it with a horse. You watch their reaction to your interaction with them and you'll understand a lot by reading the horse. And mirroring them, looking at them and breathing with them and truly interacting with them can change how you are at any given moment. That's why animals are the best therapy if we allow them to be. And one other thing about with the horse, when you're on them and you can't necessarily, or hopefully you can't see their eyes while you're riding, you can feel it in the breath. So as you're sitting on a horse, really become cognizant, become aware of how you notice their breathing 
and begin to use that as a way of reading whether your input to that horse is exciting them in a positive, eustressful way or constricting them and making them hold their breath. And you can use your breath to change their breath. So we encourage you to stress yourself out in the best way possible and enjoy every moment of it. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this has been an Equiline podcast.